I was told you were coming. A slayer. Himself stuck, rather like a, a cork in a bottle. My ascension is almost here. I don't like vampires. I'm gonna take a stand and say they're not good. Fucking fantastic. I love that sound. Uh, the ice cream bar is this way. <laughs> well, did you do yours wrong or something? I did. I had bottle cap dysfunction. <laughs> right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. And I'm not sorry. So, here we are again, Rex. Two fully grown men. Recording a podcast, shamelessly, about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Teenage drama, specifically, about demons and vampires and puppets. Yeah. Yeah, I said puppets. I thought I remembered this episode. I didn't remember this episode. <laughs> I did not either. Um, I think, there, so there's a twist in this. What a twist! There's a twist in this episode. I want to say... I don't want, in any of our discussion before the twist, Josh, I don't want to discuss anything after the twist. Yeah, I agree. Because I my was... notes pertain before the twist. Yes. And... No internal spoilers. Yes. Okay. Exactly. Fair enough. All internal spoilers will be edited out, or not said in the first place. Thank you very much. So what's the name of this episode again? The Puppet Show. The Puppet Show. Which I personally thought, oh, and it's episode number nine of season one, which for those of you following along should be exactly the same as our current episode number. Yes. I personally thought it should have been called The Talent Show. Yeah. But they I didn't. Meh. We totally forgot to introduce ourselves. Uh, hey everybody, I'm Josh. I'm Rex. And this is another episode of Beer with Buffy. Welcome. Now, get the fuck out. No, no, no. No, no. Y'all come back now. No, don't. You don't. Don't tell them to leave. Don't listen to me. I mean, listen to me. <laughs> you should. But don't listen to him. <laughs> Nobody listen ever said... to what he's saying, but don't do what he says. Nobody ever said take me seriously. <laughs> okay. Um, well, no one here takes you seriously. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, you just described my entire hometown. Yeah, pretty much. Gosh, thanks. <laughs> I'm in the same fucking boat. Yeah. You're not right. Uh, so, so, the episode cold opens to the talent show. Wait. I think we're forgetting something. What's that? Oh, I'll the wait. mom synopsis. I was going to say, I'll wait for it. <laughs> we didn't do the mom synopsis last episode. We uh, totally forgot. Yeah, we completely did. And I apologize. Um, we left y'all hanging high and dry. I doubt there are any fans of the mom synopsis. Crying yourselves to sleep. Because he said, oh my god, Josh did an episode of Beer with Puffy and he didn't do the mom synopsis. He didn't even do the voice. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and every time I do it, I just think of George's mom from Seinfeld. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You're treating your body like it's an amusement park, George. <laughs> what are you doing? I've known you for seven years, and you've been doing this voice for as long as I've known you, and it never stops being funny. <laughs> Which is good. Okay, so, so joking aside. Really? Which is, no. <laughs> Go on. What's the mom synopsis, Josh? Uh. <laughs> well, hello there, Joshua. <laughs> What's going on? I was busy cooking lasagna. I missed the first 25 minutes of the episode. Tell me what's happening. For fuck's sake. Okay, well, there's... It, it looks like it's in a theater or something. You like theater, don't you, Joshua? Yeah, Mom. I guess I do. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> so there's... Is the... Is the dummy alive? <laughs> is is he just speaking for the dummy? What's happening? Uh, yeah, yes, mom. Yes, all of yes. The dummy is alive. 
and it's it's killing people, and then they find the I can't uh, no internal spoilers. So there's a dummy, and something's killing people. Is it the dummy? Dun dun dun. <laughs> okay, Joshua. I, I have an important question for you. Yes. Can your mom even make lasagna? <laughs> it was frozen. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine your mom actually cooking. You know, I'm... <sighs> She's probably tried making it from scratch at some point in her life. Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength. strength. Give, 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 give me more! Nights, I shall give, walk give, in give, here. Give, 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 give. Hold on. You've got something here, huh? <laughs> um so so on, on to the episode <laughs> on to the actual episode yeah it cold cold opens to rehearsal at the talent show it does and specifically to cordy singing awfully wait wasn't there uh wasn't there a bad magician first it opens with cordy singing opens because that was the very the very first note i made was thank god she was not on the show anymore during once more with feeling definitely (laughs) because i don't think that she was pretending to sing badly i was gonna say i don't think it's that (laughs) it's really not that difficult to pretend to sing badly which i think is what buffy was doing in the the witch hunt episode when she was singing macho man yeah yeah Macho, macho man, which was cute, but bad. Cord- um, but Cordy. Oh, my God, Cordy. <laughs> that was just bad, bad. So, <laughs> poor Giles has been roped in to uh, heading the talent show. Yeah. And let me tell you, there are not very many talented people in Sunnydale High. <laughs> no. And nobody that has a fucking clue how to run a show, it turns out. No. Do they not have a theater department? Absolutely none. This would fall under theater department, right? It would. Normally. Like, they have a fucking Olympian-level goddamn cheerleader team. Yeah, seriously. But no <laughs> fucking theater department. They've they've got a dodgeball <laughs> gym teacher who gets hard-ons over dodgeball. But God forbid we have one person in the building... <laughs> I totally forgot about that. ...who understands... How to run a the most simple of shows? Yeah, oh, even though man. they have a pretty decent auditorium, like it's better than no auditorium. Some schools just have like we can just use the cafeteria. Ugh. So poor Giles is is stuck doing this, and the Scooby Gang shows up and they're making fun of him for being roped into it. Yeah, and we get the first uh, hint of the new principal, Principal Snyder. Quark! And then he shows up. Quark! Quark, 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 quark. 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 He gives us the rules of acquisition, and and then Odo comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And that, that is not what happens. Oh, shit. Wrong show. God damn it. He's, play, he's played by Armin Shimmerman, who is, I think, an extremely underrated actor, and he fucking takes it away he sure Just, does oh my god he's so much better of an actor than the dude who played principal flutie so welcome <laughs> to have snyder after flutie you know i re- my memories of snyder are like wow what a dick bag Man, he's such yep. a pain in the ass. Why can't he just leave Buffy and them alone? He's such a bastard. He's such a bastard. But, but now I'm just like, yes, he's such a bastard. He is. I love it. And that actually comes to my very first quote that I wrote down is one of the very first things that he even says. Mm-hmm. And it goes, my predecessor, Mr. Flutie, may have gone in for all that touchy-feely relating nonsense. Seal my quotes again. <laughs> But he was eaten. You're in my world now, and Sunnydale and Sunnydale has had enough touch and has been touched and felt for the last time. I probably fucked that up. Ooh, that was rough. Yeah, that was rough. You got through it. We got I, through. I'm it, not everybody. an actor. We got through it. It's okay. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I'm not an actor. But his his delivery is 
fucking perfect. His tone, like you believe it. Oh yeah, and he like. Oh, I believed the distaste that he shows for these students just kind of flows right off him as you would hope that it would for this kind of character absolutely it's phenomenal so yeah we have this fun little moment where uh, the kids are all um giving giles shit because they're like how the fuck did you get this gig and i'm like thank god i was just thinking the same thing and he's like well the least you could have done was help out or uh, at least participate uh, not necessarily in that order and they're like yeah, whatever, fuck you, Giles. And they walk away. And this is where we get Snyder. He walks in and immediately, like, he overheard everything. Because apparently every teacher in this goddamn building has a direct line into everything these three particular students ever do or say. Well, on another show, he has really big ears. So maybe it just kind of carried he, over. He does. Um, <laughs> I feel like it's an improvement. He, I'm glad he went all in so on, yeah, the, he, on the ear surgery. He sentences the Scoobies to performing in the talent show as punishment. Yeah, instead of detention, which even Xander is like, I mean... Xander's response to that is like, what's wrong with corporal punishment? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you almost expect him to be like, slap me with a ruler or something instead. (laughs) Nope. But they're, they're all three of them are stunned, which is, they play off great, but... Did you catch Giles's face when Buffy slumps down next to him in the seat? He has this little, like, sh- like tiniest of smirks. Like nothing could have made him happier. Like nothing could have made him happier. Uh, you know, I don't think I noticed it on the conscious level, but yeah, that seems like something, something I absorbed somewhere. And he doesn't even say anything to them. He just continues on his duty of dealing with the talent show yeah it was probably my left armpit that picked that up (laughs) just it's very absorbent (sighs) opening sequence oh wait no so real quick they cut to the locker room and then we get one of those little creepy scenes where the the camera's doing the run along follow specifically though when when uh Snyder leaves the scene. Yeah. He specifically leaves out with something along the lines of this BS won't happen on my watch anymore. Yeah. And then immediately it cuts to a woman in the locker room screaming and she screams damn well. And then we hear I will be flesh. Yes. It's hard for me to say anything cool or, or witty or at all. I, I can usually make a few vowel sounds and then I have to go away. I don't mean to interrupt your downward mobility. Yeah. You're the Slayer and we're like the Slayerettes. Oh, please. And then it cuts to the opening credits. So after the opening credits, we get to see the Scooby gang rehearsing a dramatic scene. Poorly. <laughs> Very poorly. And then they talk about it. And apparently Xander's just far too good to do a dramatic scene. <laughs> Um, he couldn't possibly be caught dead doing that. He's got too much self-respect, apparently. Not too much self-respect to disrespect women constantly. Specifically yeah. the ones that are close to him. I will say this. We don't see Nice Guy Xander once in this entire episode. Yeah, I did not and notice any instances fuck of, is it refreshing. of that either. Yeah. He's so a bit good. whiny, but that's fine. He's a high school student. Right. But he actually, here he, he specifically says... I can't do this. I have my pride, okay? And then, of course, Buffy and Willow are looking at him like a deer in headlights. He's like, okay, I have—I don't have a lot of pride, <laughs> but I have enough to not be able to do this. Yes, that sounds accurate. And I thought it worth noting uh, just how cute Willow was when, she, when they tried to put her on the spot for playing the piano, and then they <laughs> sing along to that. She was like, yes. oh, I can't play the piano in front of people. Something like that. I don't know. It's just fucking adorable. And then we get introduced to the puppet. The puppet. So what was what's that kid's name? Morgan. Morgan. Morgan comes out, and he's got a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah. And he starts off doing a really awful act. Uh-huh. And Which can't... Had he done it on purpose, it would have been a brilliant act. Yes. But as we learn later... Um, the puppet is animated. Yes. And kind of alive. Yes. And it starts talking in a, in a voice that is definitely not, uh, Morgan doing it. Yeah. I, I think they were going for like this, um, forties mobster kind yeah. of stereotypical bullshit. 
Um, and I actually looked up the the voice actor because the voice sounded familiar to me. Hmm. I looked up the voice actor, and I, I I don't specifically know his voice from anywhere, but the dude is prolific as fuck. Hmm. Um, he had easily fifty different animes under his belt. Oh damn! And uh, animated shows, live TV like this, and everything. Uh-huh. Like he, dude's talented. And the voice works really fucking well. I think he, he does a great job. I bought it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. And he's... I en- I enjoyed the fact that he's he's playing off the perverted dummy act. Oh, yeah. They totally went for that trope. The, you know, just... I mean, that never would have flown in any high school. Oh, God, no. Uh, uh, even though it was a very welcome uh, change to all the other bullshit that was going on. It's... I, oh, thank God, something that's actually entertaining. Yes. <laughs> but he he starts hitting on Buffy and Willow, and it's just, it's fantastic, because obviously they don't know that it's the puppet, and it's not Morgan, so they're, like, ripping into Morgan about him being sleazy as fuck. Uh-huh. And, like, his his expression is like, oh my God, this, it's the puppet! <laughs> It's not me, but he's too afraid <laughs> to say that it's the puppet and that it's not him. And then uh, later he really strongly alludes, like he practically tells them that the dummy is alive yeah. and just nobody picks up on it. There's Nobody even is like, oh, wow, you're disturbed. Yeah. <laughs> and it happens very quickly. Like him being coming off as disturbed happens very fast. Very um, yes. a little too abrupt in my opinion, but which yeah, we can pick up on that again later. There's definitely a couple more scenes where, you know, his attachment to the dummy gets a little more awkward and unhealthy. Yeah, as the <laughs> yeah. as the episode progresses. So anyway, I wrote down a couple Snyder quotes. <laughs> There's um, so many good ones. Everything he <laughs> says is gold. So he, he walks into the theater with Giles. He says, "Now I know." I know Flutie would have said kids need understanding, kids are human beings, that's the kind of lily-headed liberal thinking that leads to getting eaten. <laughs> and Giles is like, well, uh, I, th- I think it was a bit more complicated than that. But, uh, <laughs> and then he says some more stuff that's gold. I could have just written the whole fucking oh, yeah. scene down. But, oh, man. And every it, every bit that he is on camera in this episode is just fantastic. Pure gold. And then a uh, separate quote. Which, whatever, he wraps it up with, kids, I don't like them. From now on, you're going to see a, a different, very different Sunnydale High. Tight ship, clean, orderly, and quiet. And then immediately when he says quiet, we go to a scream in the locker room as yes. they found the body. Yes. So it wasn't her screaming, somebody screaming so, at so her. The number one thing I notice is... Snyder is already a better principal. He called the police! Right? At least we finally have some fucking police presence. I mean, as we noticed... They took the body out and everything! Yeah, as we noticed several episodes, these police are completely incompetent. Their their crowd control is shit. It it obviously must have been Flutie. He never called the police. Right? He never called the police because Snyder obviously did. Yeah. Immediately. And so we find out that the the woman who was attacked, her heart was cut out and missing. Yeah, and apparently they're bagging the knife where they can see it from the hallway. Yeah. Bit and there's un- no blood on the blade. Bit unprofessional. Just a little on the handle. Really? Yeah. I could have sworn there was just a little bit. It wasn't nearly enough blood. No. Not for, hey, you cut out a heart. A fucking heart. <laughs> it's like, that's where the blood comes from. Nah. And it is a big ass kitchen knife yeah it was like, just i mean nearly comically sized kitchen knife but i wrote down another line that buffy delivers here as because giles steps out of the police the police tape which why the fuck was he allowed back there in the first place yeah well i mean he was a teacher there is he's on staff i guess but <laughs> like they wouldn't let him in the crime scene for fuck's sake he's british god damn it <laughs> he he might be like sherlock holmes <laughs> <laughs> but buffy says to him like when he mentions the heart being torn out she says does that mean anything to you i mean besides uh? <laughs> <laughs> and so they they decide to that 
it must have been one of the students in the talent show. <laughs> so Willow says, so she was killed by a regular old human person? Yes, Willow, <laughs> as opposed to all those non-human persons <laughs> and all those non-person humans. Hey, cats are people too, all right? They are. They are. I'm a firm believer in that. Some people would argue <laughs> that dogs are as well. I, I'm a firm believer in that too. But they're just wrong. I'm a dog person. You're a cat person. We know this. No, don't do that ever. Ever. Stop it. I'm going to throw my beer at you. I don't want to waste the beer. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> so they decide that it must have been one of the kids in the talents, the talent show that killed them. Briefly. And then Buffy's like, hey, remember the Hellmouth? Like, did anybody forget about the Hellmouth? Yeah. I have notes on that later. Okay. <laughs> but so they decide they're going to interview all the other kids in the talent show. Yeah. And I just wrote, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Regarding the Hellmouth thing. Anyway. The big thing, though, that I took away from them interviewing all the other students is, why the hell was Xander picked to interview Cordy? <laughs> Did he draw the short straw? Well, I think it's because he's the only other person quite as self-absorbed as she is, just in other ways. I guess. <laughs> But, like, he even later makes mention of, that was bad, I don't want to do that again. He does. He has a beautiful quote about that. But at, while it was happening, all I could think was, uh, wow, that's so narcissistic of her. But I was only just, like, I want to say last episode, um, accusing Xander of being so narcissistic. Yeah. Um, which he was. Yeah, because her, her whole bit that he's picking up from her when he's asked her about what's happening is how it affects her. Her. Yeah. All and, I can think is and, it could have been me. And she's like, Emma was such a dear friend of mine. Her name was Emily. Yes. <laughs> I that was yeah. However, am I gonna go on? Ah. <laughs> uh, Which I've known I've I've kn known a person that died, and then there was somebody else in the community who did exactly that, and it was disgusting. They're like, oh, very much so. I didn't realize I had made such a splash in that community that everybody's so upset that he's dead. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> wow. So that's that's real shit. People actually do that. Yeah, and it's fucking awful. It's disgusting. And Cordy. She plays it off well. Yeah. And she's an awful person in this entire episode, and thank God she's back. So they all, all the students basically point the finger at um, Morgan. Morgan as being weird. Including Giles. Including Giles. And when Buffy talks to him, he's weird. Like, <laughs> like he is practically screaming at Buffy, this puppet is alive! Right? Well, she fucking walks in on him having an argument with the puppet from across yeah. the room. And he's like, oh, I'm just practicing throwing my voice. I mean, it was, it was a decent cover. I guess, but... Damn. Just damn. Mm -hmm. It's. Uh. I loved how they kept setting up the, the puppet so that its head was slightly moved from the last time you saw it. I Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um there's and there there's a lot of that where it's changed positions during a scene cut or something. It's fantastic. Uh-huh. It's a very subtle thing they did and it honestly took me a bit to even notice that it was happening. Yeah. But it added it added to the creep factor of that puppet phenomenally. Yeah. The one that really got me was when uh, Morgan's putting it away in the box and he very clearly positioned the head so that its eyes were facing straight up and they cut away and Buffy's like, I'm sorry if I upset you. And he's like, no, 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 I'm fine. It's him. And then they um, cut back to him closing the box and his head is very clearly turned out and making eye contact with Buffy. I didn't fucking notice that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm so upset I didn't notice that. Oh, it gave me the willies legit, man. I was like, damn, damn, I can't believe I didn't notice that. Well, that's that's why I did, I guess. So, 
<laughs> but yeah, the, like he at this point they're like this kid's off off his rocker. Uh huh. So they have a and, little powwow in the library. Yep. So that's where we find out that Giles also thinks it's Morgan, and then he talks about how. Uh, what's his name? Snyder is got his head way up their ass, and he's like, "Well, and you, Buffy, as the Slayer, can't afford um, that kind of interference." And so, because right, Bu- Buffy is like, "Well, we can't do the talent show now," <laughs> and of course, the whole Scooby Gang's like, "No, we can't possibly yeah. do the talent show now." And I loved his little <laughs> adage. He was like, "Well, I'm afraid the show must go on." It's like nice, nice. Not yes. that anybody knows shit about show business in this room right now. Definitely not. So Buffy goes to check uh, Morgan's locker. <laughs> yeah, she does. And this is this is a great scene all around because she great goes to the locker or dumb. Yes. Okay. Um, she goes to the locker, and as she walks past this door, the door creaks hey. open, and. The camera switches, so it's looking at her from the door. Uh-huh. Very low to the ground. Approximately and the height. And she turns and looks behind her, but doesn't look at the door. Doesn't even think about going in and inspecting why the fuck this door popped open. Doesn't even acknowledge right that the now. door exists <laughs> at all. And then walks up to, to Morgan's locker. And there's this funny bit where she's like, to the right, to the left, and then just punches Pops it open. The the lock and just blasts open the locker. Yeah, and for a moment I was like, "There's no way." Oh wait, no, actually that probably would work. Yeah, you- I I I think <laughs> it actually would. Yeah, you just you know you have to be really fucking strong to do it, or have a sledgehammer. Exactly, whichever. So as soon as she opens the locker, Snyder shows up. Of course. And he's like, what the hell are you doing at school still? Oh, just breaking into other kids' lockers. And he has perfectly valid reasons for being irritated with her right now. Oh, absolutely. Because she's a troublemaker. Well, this, she's at school after school's hours. school's fucking closed. <laughs> and he... But he doesn't, like, escort her out And he anything, must have really. been close enough to at least hear her hit that yeah. locker. Yeah. That was my... And, like, he doesn't look at the locker to notice that the fucking lock is broken? Nope. But my favorite part about this whole thing is she's like, oh, I just needed to get something for my friend. Mm -hmm. And she... The camera moves in such a way, and you see her open the dummy's box that's in the locker. Yeah. Two important things. One, that box would not fit in that fucking locker. No, that was way too big for a (laughs) high school fucking locker. And two, they specifically do not show what's in the locker from a wide view. And when they cut to showing the box in the locker, it's a very close up view. So they obviously knew it couldn't have fit in the fucking locker. Yep. So they had to shoot it in a really awkward, <laughs> weird ass way to make it work. Well, it was just like when we saw the uh, science teacher in the fucking refrigerator. Yeah. It's like there's. N- Come on. Like. You they, guys are professionals. They have a specialized <laughs> team of let's come up with impossible spaces to put things. Yes, apparently. <laughs> no one no one checks them on that shit. They're like, no, guys, this doesn't fit in the locker. Why bother? <laughs> but no, my favorite part about the whole thing. First off, Snyder doesn't escort her out or anything like that. But they walk, both her and Snyder leave the locker. And then we see... Morgan and the dummy crouched down on the floor behind the door. Uh Uh-huh. Just watching. My favorite part about this, though, is that up to this point, I felt that the camera view that it was showing when it was close to the ground was the dummy. Yeah. But Morgan's there, so that means the dummy wasn't walking around. So maybe earlier, the low ground camera view was also Morgan. And that just makes me laugh harder. Huh. Maybe that kid is extra creepy because he's like walking around, <laughs> like making the dummy steps or something like. That. You mean besides me? No, I didn't ask. You mean, be- you mean besides me? Do you believe? Do you believe? Do you do you, do you believe? I didn't ask. We have to achieve our dreams, otherwise we wither and die. We're going to the other cool place in Sunnydale. Next scene is Buffy's mom's house or Buffy's house. I mean, not a whole lot happened. Right. I mean, a couple 
things happen. So Buffy tells her mom not to come to the talent show, even though she's trying to be supportive and like, no, I want to come see your big fancy debut or something. And uh, she's like, well, I'm she's like, are you stressed? Is everything OK, Buffy? Well, no, I'm just I have a lot of things going on, mom. Just leave me alone. Please, please, for the love of God, don't come to my show. It's embarrassing and I don't want anything to do with it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, seriously, just listen to her, please. Literally, yeah. just that's <laughs> not a big thing to ask. Your, your kid doesn't want you there. Your kid obviously doesn't want to fucking do the talent show. Uh-huh. Like, honestly, the mother's <laughs> response should be going to the fucking principal and saying, my kid doesn't want to do the talent show. You're not making her do the talent show. Yeah, absolutely. So she's trying to do this supportive thing, but she's really just getting in the way more. And then she's like, and then Buffy brings something up, basically telling her that she has anxiety and her mom's like, well, just get some sleep and you'll feel better in the morning. Oh, yeah, because <laughs> sleep fixes anxiety. Yes, that, yes, it does. That's exactly what fixes it every time for me. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And so Buffy lays down and when she turns off the light, we see that the puppet is outside her window. Yep. And the puppet comes in and like pounces on her. <laughs> like a cat. Like a cat. <laughs> And she screams, and Buffy's mom runs into the room. In, like, 0.03 yeah, seconds. like, she was standing outside that door. But apparently Buffy ran and got her, because she's like, I'm sorry I woke you up, Mom. Um, she's yeah. like, oh, don't worry, I was dreaming about bills. I was like, yeah, okay. And so there, Buffy's like, there's something here, and checks her room, and there's nothing there. And But lo and behold, the, door, the window's open, and Buffy's mom is like, you shouldn't sleep with the window open, honey. And Buffy's like, I wasn't. I didn't. And then should fall to the asleep next, with the yeah. window open. Yeah. Cut to the next scene. They're at the talent the talent show rehearsal again. Uh huh. My first note was, can we talk about this awful fucking magician? <laughs> why are you? He's even, so bad. Why, just, why are you even trying? But then we get to yeah. My favorite bit in this whole scene, though, Giles is Giles and Cordy. Yeah, because Cordy is. Bitching about the, I can't possibly go on after that band. Nobody's going to be in the mood for my sappy song after all that rock and roll. And he's like, well, this is how it works because then we have to clear off the equipment and everything. And then he just stops talking and like <laughs> stares at her. And she's like, what? What is it? And he like gl like motions to her hair and doesn't really say anything. She's like, is it my hair? And she like checks her hair. She's like, oh no. And, and wanders off and he like pointedly looks at the camera and smiles and he, he says Xander was right worked like a charm and I just have to say God bless you Giles how amazing was it that he was taking advice from Xander <laughs> uh, or I mean how amazing is it that Xander knew anything about a woman obviously he <laughs> knows how to deal with Cordy yeah He's, he does it the most out of anybody. He knows how to deal with them negatively. He knows how well, to yeah. get them to go away when he wants them to. Just yes. not, not when he doesn't yes, want he does. them to, apparently. So this is when uh, Buffy comes in with the rest of the Scooby gang, and she's telling him what's going on. She's obviously embarrassed about what's going on, and she's like... I got her line. She says, okay, okay everyone look at me like I'm in a bunny suit, because that's how stupid I feel saying this. And frankly, I take personal offense to that, because um, I once spent a day walking around my high school literally in a bunny suit. This explains a lot. I... <laughs> I <laughs> I was directing, uh, I was directing the play Harvey, and it was my way of advertising. It's about an invisible rabbit. I, yeah, I thought it was funny. Fuck you for judging me. But anyway, I want I want to point out here. I want to point out here again, for the millionth time, <laughs> that Buffy is right, and people need to stop not listening to her. Oh yeah, yeah. That three times is a pattern. Absolutely, it like, might be more than three. Like twice in this episode. Because immediately they're like, oh, it's a regular person cutting out people's hearts. And she's like, dude, we're on the hellmouth. Weird shit. And then weird <laughs> shit starts happening. And then she's like, weird shit. And they're like, no, it, it's probably not weird shit. And, well, Giles, to be uh, he to be fair, he comes around and he says, well, maybe it's a demon. Yeah. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, I guess that's better than not a demon. Uh, 
and he he specifically he says it's there's this these types of demons that they come in sevens and they have to cut out hearts and brains to remain human like does he say that while they're sitting there in the theater yes, yes okay. he does yeah i was going to say i feel um, like he does he he very briefly summarizes that yeah um it's like well just to make you feel better buffy i was doing some research and Thing about the demon. Yeah. Yes. And, but they still, like, obviously don't believe her that the fucking puppet is alive. Right. And she has not been wrong yet that I remember at all. What the, what the fuck is their problem not listening to her? Right. This is starting to turn into Courage the Cowardly Dog. Very much so. <laughs> oh, come now, Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go to the next scene, I need another beer. Hey, got your steak, steak. Hey, got your steak, 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 steak. So we cut to the classroom, one of Buffy's actual classes for a change. We don't get to see that very often outside of science class. Morgan's got his fucking dummy Why did the teacher ever let him just have it there? Seriously. And she is being so subtle at just staring fucking daggers at it. (sighs) Just. (laughs) Fuck a doodle dude. Buffy, you were way better at this than this. Yeah. Like, stop staring at the thing. So the puppet cranes its neck 180 (laughs) in the middle of fucking class. In the middle of class. Even Cordelia notices. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> she notices, and specifically, she's like, oh, it looks like someone has a crush on you. Obviously talking about Morgan having a crush. I <sighs> know I think she was trying to make a bad joke about the puppet. Maybe both. Irregardless, Rex. Oh, why do you use that word? <laughs> because it makes you unhappy. It's not a fucking word. It's regardless. Uh, actually, they did add it to the dictionary. No, fuck you. So- I, <laughs> I deny that. So the teacher takes the dummy. When she takes the dummy, the look on his face, I felt so bad for him. Yeah. Because I couldn't tell if he was about to cry from uh, separation anxiety or fear. Either way, it was bad. Yeah. He, at this point in the episode, the kid looks like he's strung the fuck out. He does. His eyes are bloodshot. His His face face is flushed. Yeah, his face is flushed. Or not, flushed means red, doesn't it? Yeah. He was white as a fucking ghost. he's splotchy as fuck. Yeah, in the next scene. He looks like he has been drugged out. He looks like he's having crack withdrawals. Yeah. Like, he's shaky. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Something is fucking wrong with this kid. Definitely. At this point... We don't know what's wrong with him, but I'm, I was thinking like, is the like puppet sucking away his life force yeah, or something like something that? Something like that. And they, they, that's how it plays the whole way through. And to everybody's me. giving him way too much credit oh, on God, his yeah. voice throwing abilities. Yeah. And so the teacher opens the cupboard and the, the dummy is gone. Yep. And immediately cut to the library where Xander stole the dummy, <laughs> which, you know, is dumb considering what Buffy has been saying. Absolutely. But if Buffy is wrong, which we've established she never is. Right. Um, He's actually being very clever here in that he says, you needed to be able to talk to Morgan without the dummy. Yeah. Here's your chance. It's not the dumbest thing he's ever done. No. He's being clever, except that he is not listening to Buffy. <laughs> right. <laughs> Definitely completely ignoring the potential danger of the situation. And the little bit that he does with the puppet is actually somewhat entertaining. It was a bit. Um, He is not... I'm not real! <laughs> <laughs> Banging I, his head on the table. It. You heard him banging the puppet's head on the table before it cut to showing him that he was doing it. I noticed. And there was just enough time that there, that we heard that sound that I'm like, oh, God, what is he doing with the puppet? <laughs> <laughs> like, I was... I didn't know what he was doing, and I didn't want to know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Xander. I almost expected the puppet to like come alive in his hands and I really kill did him too. or something. Well, because they had a point of view shot from the 
the puppet's point yeah. of view for a second. <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah. I think they were just trying to build suspense a little bit. Yeah. So Xander puts the puppet down and decides to do homework. Willow and Giles start researching demons. Yep. And Buffy goes off to find Morgan and interrogate him. She runs into Snyder she again. She does. And he, his response is, of course, is, what the hell are you doing here? And the lighting was delicious while he's standing there in the hall. Very much In so. the stairwell. And I'm like, wait, is he the bad guy? No. They, it was at this point that they started kind of playing that. They definitely started setting it up for that to be a strong possibility. And he, he's playing this slight creepiness and it fucking works. Mm-hmm. All I wrote, I didn't even write anything about the scene except I love Snyder in my notes <laughs> because just any scene in this episode that he has been in at this point is gold. Oh, well, I, part of the way that they were setting it up, uh, he was like, it's not safe for a girl like yourself alone. Yeah. And just the way he said that, I was like, oh, God, what are you going to do to her? Right? And I actually, retrospectively, since I know he's a reoccurring villain, I like that they've done that. Because it will, like, it leads to him being such a menacing side character for so long. Yeah. And it's phenomenal that his his setup is so strong. Uh-huh. So I'm really fucking satisfied with that. I don't that. even think of him, of him as a villain so much as a foil yeah, very much so. Yeah. And so we go back to the library, and Xander is still sitting there doing homework. The puppet hasn't moved. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to Willow and Giles up in the book, the stacks of the books. They just happen to find a book about <laughs> toy possession. And it, huh. Willow says to, to Giles, look... Here's this book about toy possession where they have to gain organs to slowly become human. At this moment, it cuts back to to Xander, and he looks up, and Sid is gone. Mm-hmm. The puppet's gone. And his response is phenomenal, because he's like, oh god, the puppet's gone! And then, like, climbs on the table. And then Giles and Willow run over, and he's like... Sid is gone. The puppet's gone. And everybody starts acting like a 50s housewife that just saw a mouse. <laughs> Why did they not have the moment af- when Willow presents the information of Toy could be alive? <laughs> Why did they not resp- respond like, oh, God, the puppet's right there. But till they get confirmation that the puppet has moved th- till that moment, they still obviously do don't fucking believe Buffy. Yeah. Never mind that they had a report of the puppet autonomously breaking into the Slayer's fucking bedroom. Exactly. Not important. Build a bridge and get over it. So they get back to the theater, or we cut back to the theater. Yep. Um, and Buffy finds uh, Morgan's body. Yeah. Um, which I actually had to... Uh, rewind. Rewind into the episode, because I'm like, wait, is that Morgan's body? Because I wasn't sure what color fucking shirt he was wearing. Uh-huh. And it was the same shirt, so it's supposed to be Morgan's body. Yeah, they and definitely did not visually establish that he was dead, per se. No, uh, but they did, they specifically, his head is not in the shot. Yeah. His head is blocked from view. Lame. And there's no exclamation from Buffy to really, truly explain to us that his head is missing and his brain is missing. Yeah, she just says, well, they have the, they have a brain now. Yeah, they, like... Wait, what? They could have done that a little better. Yeah. It's hard for me to say anything cool or, or witty or at all. I, I can usually make a few vowel sounds and then I have to go away. I don't mean to interrupt your downward mobility. Yeah, you're the Slayer and we're like the Slayerettes. Oh, please. But at this moment, there is a chandelier that falls on Buffy. A fucking chandelier. How did you feel about the cut? So, I, I'm, I'm really curious what you thought about this. Because the the chandelier is falling, <laughs> they cut to commercial, I and when they come back, Buffy is under the chandelier. I'm so glad you asked me that, Rex. <laughs> By the way, we did not set this up beforehand. This is pure random happenstance. <laughs> so, I said... Ah, the old steel chandelier hitting you vertically, but somehow leaving you horizontal and not in a crumpled, bloody, broken mess trick. They have no consistency for her strength. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, 
I must say, I did enjoy the pitter-patter of little possessed puppet feet. Yes. No. It, it went well. Oh, gosh. But, and um, then a puppet the puppet fight scene. Yeah, which is just amazing. Which I had to appreciate because we don't get another one until the fifth season of Angel. So there's a couple of little puppet fight scenes in this episode, and they are phenomenally (laughs) hilarious. Yeah. But the puppet attacks her, and she just fucking bats it away like it's nothing Mm -hmm. until she's out from under the the chandelier. And I was like, wow, I thought this was supposed to be a slightly more formidable foe. He's like, oh, I got you now, demon. At this moment, I wrote, wait, what? <laughs> here's oh, the, at the moment both of them right. said what? Yeah, and so here's the twist of the episode, where the puppet is a demon hunter. And he's cursed. And he's cursed. He yeah. was a person <laughs> in the 1930s, which is why he sounds like he's from the 1930s. Uh-huh. And from the 1930s, he was cursed to be in a puppet body. And he hunts demons, and he hunted down all six of the seven demons, and he, it's the last one, and the very first fucking suggestion that Giles had about weird shit going on was fucking right. And I might as well just eat my goddamn notes at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All capital letters, what the fuck, Giles was right. Yeah, but, I mean, Buffy was right, too, so you're not wrong that he still needs to start fucking listening to Buffy. Right. It, it's just, it's, oh. Why can't everyone be right? Yay. <laughs> Why not both? <laughs> the interactions with this puppet are just fucking hilarious. So when the, when the, uh, I wrote this one down, when Sid is explaining why he didn't uh, team up with Buffy instead of Morgan to hunt this demon, he's like, well, look at you. You're strong, athletic, limber, nubile. And I, his, his eyes go droopy. <laughs> and just for a minute. And then he's like, okay, I'm back. <laughs> but I had to look up nubile. I was like, what the fuck? You didn't know what that meant? I do now. It's a good word. Yeah. Here, I still have the exact definition <laughs> right here. Of a girl or young woman sexually attractive. Yep. Wow. Thanks, Google Dictionary. And but, I spelled it right the first time right out of the gate. That's good. Yeah. So I got that You're better at spelling me. than I am. So. I know. <sighs> My favorite part about this scene, though, is so Giles is like grabbing up some stuff, notes and whatnot, and he's standing just past Sid. Mm-hmm. And Sid and Buffy are talking about the show. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Giles goes, the show? Oh, I'm supposed duh. to be there right now. Oh, my. And- I had to rewatch this short little clip like four or five times because I fucking swore he said, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like he says, oh, shit. What did he say? The show. He uh, says, the show, like the show, I forgot the show. <laughs> and it's no, he's it sound, but it, it comes off as, oh, shit. Yeah. Which <laughs> is another moment that makes me go, wow, this show has absolutely nobody running it. Um, but I really appreciated that Sid was like, how'd this guy get this gig? Right. Oh, my God. The conversation that happens after this w- between Buffy and Sid they're like the best of old friends at this point. Everybody needs a horny puppet for a best friend. <laughs> yeah, she even she even says, "So the horny puppet thing's not an act, huh?" Nope. <laughs> that was gold. Gold, gold, gold. Anyway, so she leaps down to the stage after this conversation with an absolute complete disregard for physics. It's so obvious that she literally just jumped from a and, chair or something. Yeah, from like a chair and landed. And they're like, oh, that's good. Yeah. Good enough. No, it, it's not good enough, guys. <laughs> it's not good enough. Yeah, we noticed. We demand better quality of our late 90s TV shows. Go back and redo it, fuckers. You <laughs> couldn't even say it with a straight face. Well, but maybe, maybe they, next time. They, re- they think, oh, none of the people in the talent show could be the demon because they were all here. Mm-hmm. They were all in the power circle. Uh-huh. So, Giles is like, well, everyone's still here, so it's not anybody in the show. Um, and Buffy runs back to the library, and she chats with Xander and Willow. 
first, she finds the brain. Oh, the fucking brain. She finds the brain, which, by the way, is about twice the size of a real brain. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the size of a fucking watermelon. Yeah, that brain was bigger (laughs) than your head. And I have a very large head. Yes. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Like... She needed a third hand to hold that brain. But she walks back into the library. She's like, I'm never going to wash my hands again. No, she said, I'm never going to stop washing these hands. Oh, right, right. So Willow looks up um, Morgan because they're trying to figure out why the demon rejected the brain. Yeah. And come to find out that Morgan had brain cancer, which is why he was having headaches, which is why he was... And looked pale as a ghost. So, like, the demon probably kind of did him a little bit of a favor by killing him quick. Right. Because he was obviously suffering. I mean... Although my thought is, though, he obviously was trying to help Sid find and fight this demon. I wonder if Sid was not in the picture, would he have gone to the fucking hospital? Right? Was he maybe holding off going to the hospital to try and help Sid fight this demon? Yeah, that little fucker. That's fucked up. We get, a, we get a good little line here from Xander where they're talking about, oh, the demon needs a new brain and they're discussing why they picked more, why the demon picked Morgan's brain. He has a really high IQ. He's super smart, mm-hmm. top of his class. And Buffy says, so he needs a, he needs a healthy, intelligent brain and Xander deadpans. In other words, I'm safe. <laughs> and it's fucking excellent uh, delivery self-deprecating humor but he's so sincere about it too and it's just like no he knows he's safe <laughs> he knows he's not that bright he's okay with that he's comfortable in his ignorance <laughs> yeah he's the heart of the group definitely so at this point they're thinking that maybe willow's the target because mm-hmm. willow's really smart and to prove it, Xander's like, what's the square root of, and I didn't write down the number, some fucking... Something, something, eight blah, blah, blah. hundred something, and she's like, oh, 29. Yep. Whatever 29 is the square root of. I know 29 is the right number. <laughs> I'm surprised Xander picked a number that had a um, solid square root. Yeah. I'm impressed at that. Yeah. Like, Maybe he's seems smarter like... than we think. Right? And no, <laughs> no, no, he's that's not. simply not the case. <laughs> so, and they, they somehow snap to the, dis- they realize, wait, Giles is really smart. No. And we run off to the theater. So Giles is helping the magician set up for an act, oh, for his act. And then uh, Scruffy, the janitor, gets a nice little cameo in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Just random janitor in the hallway as, as the Scooby gang goes running towards yeah, the theater. I, I think they accidentally gave him a little too much focus. <laughs> like, he was just supposed to be an extra. Yeah. yeah. You could see his eyes and, like, his facial expression. <laughs> but I felt like, I was like, wait, are they going to work him into the plot somehow? So it turns out that the magician is the demon. And Giles, unfortunately... Which I thought was hilarious. So it's like, <laughs> ah, that fucking guy. Knew Gi- I wrote down, so if the demon is the magician, wouldn't you think he would be a better magician? <laughs> <laughs> he's had time to practice. Unless he's being a bad magician on purpose. Yes, but, but that's... It's, it's, it's no less funny. funny. That's, that's less funny. It is, yeah. But anyway, Giles realizes that he's the demon... After Giles lets him strap him, strap him into a fucking guillotine. Yeah, I'm starting to cut off the top of his head. I'm starting to think that Giles might actually be Willow's father. Maybe. Like, by some weird... And this also just reinforced that maybe Giles is not as good at his job as everyone seems to think he is. Okay, I'm not even going to argue that one. First off... The demon decides to use an axe to cut the rope on the guillotine (laughs) rather than just untying it. Yeah. Like, he actually went through the steps of, like, tying the rope and everything to use an axe. The rope gets cut, and not Buffy, but Xander saves the day by grabbing the rope. Xander does something useful. 
for a fucking change. And the fight that follows is so, so terrible. I don't recall. That's usually a sign that it was terrible. Yeah. So Buffy ends up like hitting him and throws him into the box that he failed to disappear the girl in earlier. Yep. And then when he busts out, he's fully demon. You never go full demon. <laughs> Except he did. But at this point, Sid comes out of nowhere and starts attacking him, too. And we get this great scene where she's wrestling with the demon and Sid jumps on his back and he has the butcher knife. (laughs) We need so many more live action puppet fight sequences. It was so amazing. In our lives. There there aren't nearly enough. But the look... On the puppet's face with the big, giant fucking knife. Yeah. And it's just, where do you keep getting knives? It was gold. My question was, who the fuck let a real guillotine into this school? No shit. How the (laughs) fuck did that happen? And then Giles, first of all, watches him cut open a motherfucking honeydew. Yeah. He watches it work. And then crawls into it anyway. Yeah. And Giles. So what's the trick? <laughs> uh, trick? There's no trick. There's, <laughs> I get your brain. That's the trick. So I feel they like managed that to get cut up ju- the brain a bit. I guess. What does he do with it? Eat it? I mean, if he's just eating know. it, then that's fine. I think it would have cut the brain in half. It, yeah, it seems like it would have. Or at least Because it was right the, across his forehead. Yeah, it would have skimmed the top off. At yeah, least. I don't. Demon logic, I guess? Uh, I mean... Anyway... I mean, I'm no doctor. Giles gets out of the guillotine. Buffy throws the demon onto the guillotine. Yeah. Yells at at Xander to let go of the rope. And he does. And he's standing on the side of the the demon's head and watches it happen. And you could see the horror in his eyes. Giles or Xander? Xander. I don't remember that. Oh, I missed that. I'm so sad. The look on his face is like, oh, God, what have I done? Uh Uh-huh. And the puppet goes limp, and... uh, No, 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 the puppet is like, oh, we gotta take out his heart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's the goofiest goddamn thing, as the puppet stabs this ridiculous (laughs) knife into the chest of the demon, which does not go far enough in to... to Oh, not nearly enough. Stab the heart. If his goal was just to pierce the heart, sure. Cut it out? God, no. Oh, God, no. But as soon as that happens, the puppet goes limp. As was uh, described earlier, his body is long gone, so he he knows that... It just freed his soul or something. Freed his soul from the puppet. Okay, cool. And... (laughs) Puffy is super sad about this. Really nice, heartfelt moment. Yeah, picks the puppet up, and she's like, you're free now. And then the fucking curtains open. To the most priceless look on Snyder's face this entire fucking episode. Oh, my God. And his line here is, I don't get it. I don't get it. What is it? (laughs) Avant-garde? And then it goes to credits. Which is just experimental theater. It, it immediately goes to credits, and I thought it was done. Yeah, I, I was... thought it was done, <laughs> and it's not done. We get to see the Scooby Gang actually do their dramatic reading, doing the worst scene from Oedipus Rex. It's, they're so awful. Xander is forgetting his lines, Ugh. and at the very tail end of it, Willow starts to say a line and then freezes. And then panics and then just bolts the fuck off stage. And then end of show. (laughs) Is this for me? I must be ready. I need my strength. strength. Give give, give me more! Nights, I shall walk in here. Hold on. You've got something in your eye. (laughs) It was a glorious ending. I think it was the first ending we've seen that hasn't been... You know, them all sitting around or standing in the hallway and just they talking mopey. about what happened. Hmm? They weren't mopey. Yeah. I, as soon as the episode stopped, I had to sit there and just fucking laugh for five whole goddamn minutes. <laughs> it was by, this is, I don't know if this was on purpose, but this was by far the funniest fucking episode of this show yet. It was. Um, I, I mean, just the, just, just the idea of all of all of those people seeing that 
particular scene, a fucking decapitated demon, a girl holding a limp puppet, Willow just standing there holding a hatchet. <laughs> I forgot she had the hatchet hands. I forget what Giles was doing or Xander. He was just kind of standing there. Him and Giles were both just kind of standing there in shock, I think. <laughs> I want to know how they transitioned out of that. No shit. How do you save I that? I want to know how they still had to do their dramatic reading. How did nobody behind the scenes <laughs> say, what the fuck is going on? Apparently, it, it was they were aided. They were aided by the fact that there was no one on staff. <laughs> it, no one fucking saw it. It must have been on a timer. Yeah. I guess. No yeah, issues who there. Who fucking opened the curtain? Exactly. There was no fucking crew. I mean, sure, they had a few extra cast members waiting around, but uh, I nobody. There was no stage manager that told somebody to open the curtain. I am so fucking grateful that I completely forgot about the twist of this episode. I'm so fucking happy that the absurdity of this fucking live puppet played out the way it did. Like, it was so fucking hilarious. I I loved it. I loved this episode. I loved the just sheer fucking goofiness of it all. And getting to watch how they actually used the puppet and, like, strapped him on the demon's back and he's flopping about. It was, oh, my God. <laughs> it was just so good. I also enjoyed it. Hands down, my favorite episode thus th this season, I think. The hyena episode was dramatic and intense and fantastic and shot really well yeah but you you can't top the puppet fights but this one was so fucking funny and they finally had <laughs> a twist that a pretty much made sense yep and uh wasn't stupid easy to figure out no i like i i pretty much like was right on board, right on pace with the re the rest of the show, rest of the characters mm -hmm. about when I figured th things out. And even up until the fucking magician was revealed to be the demon, like, even though I knew Snyder wasn't the fucking bad guy, I mm -hmm. still felt like he had to be the bad guy. Right. Yeah. Good misdirection there. Like, I'm hearing. I wish I had remembered what it was like to see this episode back when I first saw it the very first time, just because I I can imagine that I really was taken in by it. Yeah. I, f I seem to recall being more creeped out by it, and I don't remember the puppet not being the actual villain. Me either. Uh, I don't remember that at I all. Was, I was actually fucking shocked. Yeah. Like, it, as soon as that happened, I'm like... What? I was like, wait, are they actually sitting here uh -huh? talking to the fucking puppet right now? He's a good guy? When did this happen? <laughs> I don't remember this at all. I was as fucking confused as they were all supposed to look. I feel like Willow was just thinking about watching Saturday cartoons at the time. <laughs> she was a bit distracted in this episode. I did yeah. notice that. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> what was your favorite quote of the day, Rex? Oh, hands down, my favorite quote of the day is the intro quote of Snyder. Just <laughs> his, his whole bit about how he's not like Flutie and just his tone, his delivery and everything just fucking makes it. Uh-huh. What's your quote of the day? I think I'm probably going to have to probably gonna have to hand mine over to snyder as well um actually you know what uh snyder got a lot of attention he did. out of this episode i'm gonna hand this one to xander next time we split up somebody else needs to be on cordy duty five more minutes and we would have had another organ donor <laughs> that's fun it is yeah i'm keeping that i'm pretty satisfied with, with this episode yeah me too. Both our episode and the episode of Buffy. Well, I think this has been another episode of Beer with Buffy. I'm Josh. I'm Rex. Have a good night. Yeah.
make allowances for your years, but I expect a certain amount of responsibility, and instead of which you enslave yourself to this, this cult. You don't like the color? <laughs> done why are we watching this <laughs>